Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Great to have your company on a Friday morning, as per usual here on the Captain's Run. But it's all about next Wednesday night, isn't it, when it comes to the footy now? It is the AFL National Draft and... One name is going to feature pretty prominently, I think it's fair to say. Forget all the speculation. This kid will definitely be drafted. Let's cast our ears to WA now where we find the hard nut, Nathan O'Driscoll. How are you doing there, Nathan? No, good, mate. Thanks for having me. Well, how many days out are we now? Next Wednesday and Thursday. How are the nerves going for you over there on the other side of the country? Look, I haven't really... It hasn't sunk in yet, but the nerves are... Certainly kicking in, um, but I'm excited too, so we'll see what happens. Before we get to your journey, your resume, as I say, is pretty impressive. Um, you played underage for WA last year. You're a tough, strong-bodied midfielder. You've proven yourself adept at the stoppages. As I say, bottom major for WA last year and you're All-Australian at under-16 level as well. But I wanted to ask you about the combine results here, Nathan. So 293 seconds for the 90-metre sprint and 6.23 for the two-kilometre sprint. So you're ranked elite in both categories, which is really rare. Normally players are one or the other, but running's always been in the blood. You've always had a good engine? Yeah, yeah. I've always been pretty good endurance-wise. Speed, um, probably not so much. I've had to work on that a lot, but, yeah, running's always been in the family. And the contestable nature of your game that has turned the heads of recruiters since you, as I say, you came on the scene really at under 16's level. Is that what gives you, what gives you the most joy out of the game? Just when you go out there, Nathan. Yeah, it's definitely that competitiveness. So going in hard, cracking in for the footy, winning my own ball. That's what, that's what I love doing and, and tackling. So yeah, I just love the tough side of the game. And just reading some reports back from people who have watched you live a few times, not just that you tackle, but the phrase tackle to hurt gets used a bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Um, don't mind going pretty hard. I want to make him earn it. So, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, I love it. Tell us, before we get to your journey, actually, I wanted to ask you about your, your older sister, Emma, obviously plays AFLW at the elite level. She plays for Fremantle, and she uh, made her debut this year, played the four games, I think, before the season got shut down. So, gee, that would make life interesting for you. How many times do you get told, uh, sledging-wise, that you're not even the best player in your family? <laughs> um, I get it a lot, especially from my mates down here, because my younger brother's very good at sport, too, so... So I cop it a lot saying that I'm the third best in the family. But, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll just find out next week. Hopefully I get picked up and just prove my mates wrong. How did you cope with the year that was, Nathan? Obviously, in, in this part of the world, um, your contemporaries couldn't play at all. Thankfully for you, you were able to get a fair bit of footy in. How do you look back on the 2020 season individually? Um, no, I was pretty happy with it. Look, it was pretty. It was obviously very weird, but... Um, I was still able to play a, a fair chunk of games and got got a got a senior berth, so no, I was pretty happy with this with my um, season. But obviously, it could have done it could have gone a lot better. Um, could have played a lot better at um, 18s level, that's for sure. But 
Um, lucky enough, I was struck with the injury and COVID hit, so I was still in rehab throughout that time and got my body right for the for the season restart when we were allowed to play again. So, yeah, I was actually pretty pretty lucky. You mentioned the senior berth, obviously, in, in the waffle. I think you had 20 touches, six tackles as well against Subiaco. What was that like? Obviously, you know, the experience and being able to say you've played against grown men in a, in a very high standard competition holds you in good stead, but also gives you a fair bit of confidence too, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, that was really, really good. You learn you learn from a lot of players. Like We had Chris Mastin come down too, so I learned off guys like that throughout the midfield. and like You learn a lot, and it's, it's a massive step up because – in coach level and that, you, you're going in for your own footy, you can do what, whatever you want, but in senior level, you've got to play a role, and I, I had to play a role, but lucky enough in that game against Subiaco, I was allowed to go out there and just play my style of footy and just win the ball, and yeah, and I, and I had a pretty good game, so I was pretty lucky. And you were juggling that with a bit of part-time work. I think you were in the tree-cutting business, weren't you? Yep, yep, Trav's trees. Chad Warner's um, dad owns a little business in Perth. Right. I was working for him. Trav's trees. What's involved in the in the work there? Uh, pretty much. So we got the tree locker. And Trav gets up in the trees, whether it's the front or backyard, and we just um, cart all the um, logs and stuff to the chipper and, and put it through. And take us back to you went back there this year. Where you're from, Northam. So uh, for those that don't know, what's that? Ninety about ninety minutes east of Perth. Yeah, yeah, ninety minutes. What what goes on in Northam? Oh, not a hell of a lot, mate. It's pretty. It's a pretty boring town. It's a farming town, so there's not a lot to do. But you know, I go for a shot of basketball a lot. Sport, sports, a big thing down here. So there's a lot of sport always happening, and yeah, you just try and do whatever, really. That's where we find you today. But th- this is a small farming town, like you say, but it's produced a, a few draftees in recent times. So Sydney Stacks from Northam, uh, Ian Hill as well, GWS is from Northam, and I think Devin Robertson as well, who, who obviously joined Brisbane last year. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, no, would have mixed and matched with those kids growing up, wouldn't you, at various levels? Yeah, I did, yeah. So I played with Devin um, on Saints Junior Footy Club down here. And we would always go up against Bobby in Sydney. So I played a lot of sport against them. That's also like cricket and also basketball as well. So, yeah, it's been pretty competitive when what, I was growing up down here. When did your relationship with footy first start, Nathan? Can you remember the first time? You, was it your first love? And when did you get into it? Um, no, initially, I didn't actually like the game. So I started, you know, I was kicking. I didn't really enjoy it because it was so zony. You had to stay in zones and you couldn't tackle and all that. And like I said before, that's my favourite part of the game. So it was probably under nines, um, maybe my last year of under nines when I really, really enjoyed it because I thought I, I could actually be, be a decent player at, at this game. So, yeah. And the childhood growing up in Northam and, and what was that like balancing? Obviously, you sound like you're a traditional kid in the sense that it was cricket in the summer, footy in the winter. Yeah, yeah. So I did a lot of um, cricket, basketball and footy. So... My favourite sport, sports were probably basketball and, and footy, but I had cricket on the side too. So it's a very sporty town. There's, there's always sport to do. And were you sporting a pretty mean-looking mullet for most of this year? You haven't got that anymore, Yeah, I was. I was, yeah. And, and mum made me cut it, but I've actually grown it back a little bit. So, Mum, mum not a yeah, fan? coming back. No, nah, mum's not a fan at all, but I told her I've got to get it back. I've got to be like Bailey Smith. So. <laughs> was, was he the inspiration, was he? 
Yeah, he was. The mullets are back in fashion at the moment. So are they? I thought once, once, yeah. Well, over here in WA, they are. I don't know about that over there, but yeah, I thought why not get it while they're in. So I'll try it out, see how it looks. Speaking of WA, obviously the under-18s coach there is a, is a great of the game. Where's former West Coast spearhead Peter Sumich? What was it like playing under Summer? No, Sum's a really, really good coach. So he's he's more one-on-one than he is for the team, and that's what I love about him. So he he'll tell you straight up to your face if you're doing something wrong. And he's a really, really old-fashioned traditional coach, and I think a lot of us boys loved him because he was so team-oriented and. If you weren't doing the team thing, then you weren't playing the game. So, yeah, we loved him, and he's a really good coach. Logan McDonald is uh, is someone you know very well. He's going to go right at the pointy end there somewhere. What what can you tell us about Logan? Oh, he's he's an unreal footballer. He obviously everyone's heard about his waffle season, but to be honest, he was doing this a couple of years back as well. He kicked a few bags of six at under 15s level as well. So. There's no surprises that he was going to come out and have the season he did, but I think it shocked a lot of people, but it hasn't shocked myself, obviously, going through the ranks with him. He's always worked harder than anyone else, and he deserves everything. Yeah, he's he's an unreal footballer. He had a really, really good season. Second in goal kicking, full of waffle. Yeah. So, yeah, he's just crazy good. We're chatting to WA-based draft prospect Nathan O'Driscoll. Nathan, who'd you broke for growing up? I went for Fremantle Doctors, so, yeah. How did that come about? Um, I actually don't know, because my whole family goes for ages, so it was a bit of a weird one. I thought might as well be different to everyone else, because I like the colour purple, so. How have the many, I'm sure, um, club interviews gone? Um, No, they've been well. They haven't been too difficult this year, obviously, because of COVID. Um, A lot of the boys last year said there was a few tricky questions, but this year has been pretty straightforward, and I think the other players can vouch on that. Um, And, yeah, they just ask general questions about where you're from, like, um, yeah, where you grew up, how your footy's been going, and, yeah, everything like that, what your strengths are, weaknesses, and, yeah, they're pretty straightforward. You'd have a gut feel, I'm sure. Where do you think you might be, if you're lucky enough, I'm sure you will be, where you might be playing next year? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure what club or anything like that. They don't give too much away, but um, I'm I'm hoping um, first round, late first round, early second. So, would you yeah. be wanting to stay local? Um, to be honest, I don't really mind. Look, it, obviously, you'd want to stay in your home state, but I, I'm open to moving. I'm I'm actually quite happy with moving. So. Yeah, I don't mind. If you, if you do move, I suppose the bonus is you can grow that mullet as long and as wild as you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mum can just see it on the TV then. Yeah, she's out of reach over there, mate. Don't worry about that. Hey, great to talk <laughs> to you, Nathan. Um, you made a name for yourself already as an accumulator, a tackling machine, and, geez, you, you, your running numbers are very impressive as well this year. Best of luck uh, for next week, and I hope you're... Uh, you get where you want to get to and um, best of luck with the journey. Life-changing experience going forward for you. No, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Nathan O'Driscoll there. Great to have him on the program this morning. While we were speaking, Dom texted in. Sam, I saw a tweet last night relating to Peter Sumich's critiques on of his young WA juniors. He said O'Driscoll is very critical on himself when he makes an error. And that sort of came through, didn't it? He, he sets a high bar for himself, but um, it's not necessarily a flaw, is it? It's just a a trait and a pretty key character trait too when you go back 
and have a look at the players who have had success at the professional level. They all set a very high bar for themselves. He's certainly got a good training ethic and um, get used to that name. I think we'll hear a fair bit of that going forward. I've heard a fair bit of the uh, cricket sledging over the last half an hour or so. Still some remnants of these coming through. One day in the field, a police vehicle turned up to watch our game. One of our players said, hey, the police have turned up to arrest these guys for impersonating batsmen. And this one from Simon. I love this, Simon. First bat was a Slazenger Bradman. Mum paid 88 bucks for it. After three seasons, I broke the splice. I sent it to Slazenger to get fixed. It was signed by Darren Berry, who came to training one night. It looked a little like the Don signature, and Slazenger sent me a check for 750 bucks, saying they couldn't repair it. Absolute win. I was playing in a corporate event about 12 months ago. I was swinging the willow hopelessly. The keeper pipes up and says, can you just hurry up and get out or I'll report you to HR for wasting your company's time? I went out a few balls later, unceremoniously bowled. You're listening to Captain's Run. Sam Edmonds sitting in for Kane Corns this morning, right up until midday. Plenty still to come on the program, including this man, Michael Laminato. Many of you will know F1 Strategy Report podcast and, of course, uh, the Box of Neutrals podcast as well. Knows all things Formula One inside and out. And haven't there been plenty happening in that sport in the last few days? So we'll catch up with Michael Laminato on the other side of this and plenty more still to come. Don't go anywhere on the captain's run. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.